0: This is a Sound Rebel podcast.
1: Discover more of our shows at soundrebel.co.uk. We are back. Welcome to another episode of Give Me Some Good News, the podcast where we try and cheer you up, put you in a positive mindset. Forget all this doom and gloom. in the news, man. Just listen to us for the next, I don't know, twenty minutes or so, and forget about all the crap and shit that's going on around. All right. Look on the bright side of life. That that. If we had a theme song, that would be the song. Anyway, um, I'm your host Nathan Cation. Uh, what's going on? Hope you guys are cool and chilling. I'm joined by, well, I should say, happy belated birthday, hey. uh, Mister Rich Wolfenden. How you doing, man?
0: Yes, very good. It was my birthday a few days ago, third of March. Please don't find out my mother's maiden name, otherwise you're getting too much information on this. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, good mate, 29 years yep. of age, I, and I'm very tired.
1: Mate, come on, I, I can't be saying that. 29, <laughs> you shouldn't know the meaning of tired.
0: Yeah, I know, I know, but I got a puppy with, for, my, for my birthday, on my birthday I should say, and um, he's just waking up in the night, crying, oh, pissing, oh, nice. shitting, Look. yeah, and... Yeah. It's a nightmare, to well, be honest, mate, but he's lovely dog. in the day. <laughs> yeah, I know, that's what I keep saying to myself. It's like, the first night he was crying his eyes out and I was like, I wanted this. I paid good money
1: for this. I drove a long way for this. I'm like, <laughs> well, what am I doing? Well the duck crying because obviously he's getting used to its new...
0: Yeah, 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 I think so. And um, obviously he's been taken away from his mum and that sort of thing, so...
1: What have you done?
0: <laughs> I know, I know, but... You homewrecker! <laughs> i genuinely torn a family apart. Anyway, moving on. Are you are you okay? <laughs>
1: Yeah, man, I'm cool. I'm I'm chilling. Uh, I've, I've actually I've had to, uh, give me some good news. I'll give you guys some good news. Um, I've been nominated for a, a RTS award, well, Whoa, Living Society Award for um, writing it. on the kids show. When I first started doing comedy, I never thought this is where my career would be. But hey, it's all good, man. I'll take Sick. any award. I'm on this podcast if, if you know with you, mate. It's, it's all good. It's it all good.
0: That's amazing news. I'm I'm presuming they didn't listen to the episode with Oliver Labib. Where you were talking about... No, no, no. Attacking children.
1: Yeah, no. They, 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 if they heard that, oh, mate, I would, I would be on a list. I'd be on a register. <laughs> yeah, they, didn't, they didn't hear the if you, <laughs> But I talked about uh, making an R. Kelly joke during a kids recording show. But... Forget. Let's forget that. Okay, <laughs> so, <laughs> let's crack on. Moving on swiftly, our, our next guest. Uh, well, he can make all the R Kelly jokes he wants because you know we're we're grown adults here. Tom Deacon's in the house. How you doing, mate?
2: Ah, oh, I am so good. And finally, I'm able to talk about R Kelly and Jay Z combined for one album, which I purchased, which uh, I don't want to oh, talk yeah. about ever. Best yeah. of both worlds. Oh, it's the best of both worlds. What I'm gonna do with both these? Go- uh, yeah, it's horrendous. Uh, but no one ever knows that, and no one remembers that. But hey, this is not often how I'm introduced uh, talking about R. Kelly. But um, I'm buzzing <laughs> to be to be to be yeah. on this podcast. Big fan, so um, it's great to be here.
1: How, how's life treating you at the moment, man? Well, do
2: you know what? It's a roller coaster, and uh, we won't talk about which artist said that, but um, I've got loads (laughs) of great stuff that's going on, and then some rubbish stuff. So I'm just going to focus on the positive, which is what this podcast is all about. Uh, Cricket is back. Yeah, cricket is back. I've had the the announcement. The uh, very, very Sunday League team, we're coming back, and they need the star player back. Um, but I don't have his number anymore. Hey. Uh, so they're going to have me. Hey.
1: Yeah. He's a comedian. It's exciting. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, I'm, you play I'm quicker, genuinely. I, I, I g- Exactly.
2: Not a lot of people know this, but I'm genuinely really excited. It, it got me out of lockdown one or two, forget what point oh it was, but it was really exciting to just go Yet you had to lose the best part of Sunday cricket, which is the tea. I don't know if you're into cricket, but normally when you mm. play, the best bit is at what I call halftime, which they find very annoying because uh, it's not really halftime. And, and, and you get a full-on spread, but that didn't happen during lockdown. But I just fell in love uh, with the fact I was just out all day in the sort of sunshine playing cricket. It's, it's glorious and, it, and, and, and it's coming
0: back. And that's the most important thing. Oh, um, man. Oh, sorry, go on, Nathan.
1: No, I was going to ask, what, what's your uh, position? Are you, are you a batsman, bowler, all-rounder? What do you do, mate?
2: Well, this is it, Nathan. When I played at school, it was all about the camaraderie with my mates, and it's just about being part of the team. And then there's that... You know, that old saying, you know, it's, you've got to be part of the team. You know, it's not about you being selfish and being the opening batsman or or bowling or being allowed to because you're too rubbish that so they kept saying to me. But it doesn't matter. <laughs> I made up the numbers and I loved it. Whereas last year, genuinely, I took it so seriously and I improved. I hit my highest ever score, which was 43, not out nice. against right. the London Nigerians. They were <laughs> menacing, my friend. They had to face... <laughs> They had proper pace and, and good chat in the field, which is what I love. And I took an injury for it. I lost a toenail. Um, I Ooh. got hit on the, the end of my toe uh, and carried on. I mate, I was I have never been that brave when I wanted to cry uh, <laughs> so much out there on the field. But my team said, you've got to stay in Tom. We've only got nine players. You need to stay out there and bat the innings out to give us a chance. And I did. Nathan, you'd have been so proud of oh me. My <laughs> I know we haven't met each other in person. But I was, oh, mate, I've got the pictures. I put it up on Instagram. And people are like, you need to get over it. I hit at 43 when I was 12. And i like, I don't care, mate. I hit 43 <laughs> yeah.
0: for the first time mate, ever. That's so amazing. So, um... You're making, making cricket look hard, you know, going battling through with your injury, <laughs> you know, with your cup of tea in one hand and your big woolly jumper on. Making it look all tough and hard. But the thing is, you know, I, I got hit by the cricket ball and they are, they're
2: hard. Oh, and yeah. this mm-hmm. guy... Was, was calling for LBW and and I was hoping. And Sunday League cricket, your team goes out to umpire where you're batting. So there's a little bit of like, you. the rules are you don't give someone out LBW. But I was adamant it was going down leg, which means yeah. it wasn't going to hit the wicket. But it cracked my my toe and I felt I felt like that's re- that really hurts like but I had to toughen up I had to pretend as if it didn't really hurt, but by the fact that I got off the field and it was a black finger like toenail already uh, and had just been hit but I was valiant do you know what I mean i've never felt tougher with all that was going on with the pandemic and still is <laughs> i just i've never been tougher I took a cricket bowl on the toe, lost the toenail. But
0: 43 not out. I'll take that all day. Oh, man. You get sound like a, like a heroic experience. That's, it is a heroic experience. I didn't make mean sound yeah, so like thank you. undermining. <laughs> <laughs> you, wear, you, wear,
2: you wear a little bit.
0: And can I just say the next week, which was,
2: which was brilliant about it, as we played, I, don't, I forget where it was. It was down the A3 somewhere. Uh, and I, I missed the turning to get to the cricket field. And then I, t- I was like, right, we'll turn down this road. And a guy, you know when you see a doppelganger, I went, blimey, that guy looks like Paul Weller. That guy. <laughs> like, um, I was that tempted to pull down the window and just go, hey, hey, Paul. Knowing full well, it wasn't Paul Weller. But then he would have maybe laughed. I would have laughed. Had a brilliant <coughs> day. And then driven off as quick as I possibly could. Um But I got to the actual uh, pitch. And they said, Tom. After your heroics of forty three not out, you're opening the bat in. What?
0: Ooh. Wow.
2: What? Big moment stepped up I I couldn't again couldn't show any fear um, uh, when I was out there you know I just had to go with it and after the match uh, we were having drinks which is another part of the the beautiful part of Sunday League cricket Um, got chatting to the the barmaid person and I said oh I tell you what you've got a doppelganger lives near here Paul Weller and she went no that is actually Paul Weller he actually his mum lives in this village
0: No, and I was just like
2: this is the best day ever (laughs) (laughs) so what I'm saying is with cricket coming back is what is going to happen this year am I going to lose another toe now, am I going to see another rock star? What is going to happen? And 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 just getting that text message to give me that hope of all oh, that's going to happen this year, it's given me a little spring in my step. Well, in it, 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 only, only one foot because the toe still does hurt.
1: <laughs> uh, to us, I'm I'm still stuck on. There's a team called London Nigerians. I mean, how did they come to that name? <laughs> so, where you from? Where you from? Where you from? Where you from? <laughs> how about London Nigerians? Um, just straight to the point. Straight to the. Point. <laughs> There's one guy, one white guy. He's not Nigerians. Like, hey, come on now, come on now. You're cheeky. Socks. Um, he's unknown from the London. Yeah, okay, I, I can I
2: can I can I just point out, and I know that that is part of that joke, but there was a white guy in in the in the London Nigerian team. And he is a mean bowler. He actually is. <laughs> there's a white guy that plays for London Nigerians. And he is. I would not mess with him in any shape or form. Um, and they're a really, really strong t- They're all kind of well-built guys. Um, and their banter is hilarious. So that makes it fun when you sledge another team a little okay. bit. Um, you're like, well, we've got him fishing here. Oh, this guy, he'll be out soon. It's a lot of that banter yeah, going on, yeah, yeah. which which is like being heckled at a comedy gig. And I I give it a little bit back and um, and have to rein it in and go, you're not a comic now, Tom. You're actually just playing cricket. (laughs) (laughs) Your (laughs) mum. Hi, we're Sound Rebel. And we just wanted to let you know a bit more about us.
0: Sound Rebel produced this podcast. And we work with all sorts of personalities to help them engage with their current audiences.
2: We work with actors, football commentators, comedians, (laughs) personal trainers, radio presenters, hello,
0: influencers and even
2: world record holders.
0: So, if you've got an audience but don't have a podcast, get in touch with us.
2: Oh, and tell us you heard this ad and we'll produce your first episode for free.
0: Email hello at soundrebel.co.uk now and take your place in the fastest growing broadcast medium in the world.
1: Right, back to the episode. So uh, Tom, man, um, apart, apart from sports uh, coming back, which is great, obviously, I'm a big sports buff, uh, as you know, Tom. Um, so is Rich. What what other good news do you have to share with us, man?
2: Uh, I mean, look, I I know it's sport related, and and I feel like it's it's as a Southampton football fan, mm-hmm. there hasn't been a lot that's been been able to for us Saints fans to get excited about, but. Going um, uh, Tidying up, I think what I've learned in this this year, there's a lot of stuff which, A, my girlfriend has said, you do not need. And I, I feel that's unfair uh, because, you know, I don't say what she should keep or, or or get rid of. But, you know, it's definitely, I've got too much clutter, she calls it. Mm-hmm. So I've been sorting out and uh, I thought I'd lost it. There's two things actually, but I found it. Number one is the first ever football match I ever went to, the programme oh. and the tickets. I'm going to show you, gentlemen. Oh. I mean, is that Bruce Grobbelaar. Okay, is ga- a
1: relic. You guys gonna see it, uh, Bruce Grobbelaar? A uh, Bruce Grobbelaar, sorry, on the front of the Saints program. Southampton v Manchester United, 1994. Hello. Yeah.
2: Thirty-first of December. Uh, that was the first game, and it's got the tickets, oh, paper tickets, in as well nice. for me and my for my old man. And and I'll never forget it because that was the first game. I, I thought I'd lost this program. Um, and some of the adverts back in the day were woeful. I mean, like you know, we are streets of heads <laughs> in lottery. terms of like. <laughs> yeah, make sure you don't miss out. Like, look at these like
0: proper boots oh, that
1: were back oh, in the oh, day. Mate.
0: Six
2: Pulling studs on
0: the fr- in Some shoes you don't have that now. <laughs> yeah,
2: <laughs> where you used to be given the screw that would uh, that you could yeah, tighten up yeah. your your studs as well. But I remember that game because it was Eric Cantona who was just on the pitch, like passing the ball from his left foot to his right foot, just juggling it in the air. We had Matt Latissier at Saints, Le God as we called him, mm. and I just never for- forget like going to that first match and not knowing what to expect, and then everyone chanting the referees a eh? and what I heard. <laughs> Uh, uh, eight years of age was the referee's a waiter <laughs> and 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 i ne- and i couldn't <laughs> I just couldn't work it out. Why is why is the referee a waiter? I mean, he is all in black. I, I get it. Maybe he is serving out yellow cards, or red cards. I just don't understand. And for years, my dad didn't tell me explain the referee's a wanker. But like, it's just stuck with me. So it was just really nice to find this old program, um, which makes it even more painful to watch uh, the team play now. But it's just nice to find those moments of uh, that just spark that memory, which I've forgotten yeah. about for years. And then just calling my dad and be like, "Do you remember we went to this game?" and he went yeah I remember that and we had a Mackie D's before and uh, you were so buzzing and you were so quiet because all I was doing was just watching everyone else didn't know what to do to (laughs) cheer and it's like and it's just a really nice memory and then that that led me to to like start scrabbling around in every box I could find in the attic and I found the old autograph book uh which is just this which has really cheered me up so I've got uh, Again, I know this is terrible for podcasting, but for just for no, you guys, it. we are talking about programs signed Ooh. on the back. Oh, uh, I don't know why shit. I've got the referee uh, Graham Barber to sign that. I
1: don't think that's <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, not not the twenty-two players. No, I want to yeah.
2: yeah, and I also want Graham Barber. Go on, Graham, uh, get that. Paul Durkin, go on, sir, get get in there. But I just I just remember queuing. I remember that like part of my like getting into football, was waiting around after the game to see if I get my program signed or something yes. like that. And I'm just looking through these, like uh, like George Weyer, what a player oh, he yeah. was, He's like classy. getting that autograph. Nice. And, um, and so, the, but the thing is, I open up these uh, programs and I've got all these, na- and I don't know who signed it. I've got no idea because a squiggle doesn't help you yeah. at all. But anyway, I'm looking through this and this is what is horrendous. Uh, I find this card and you might be able to work it out Who assigned that a music festival? Oh, um, the man with the wobbly board. (laughs) 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 <laughs> oh <laughs> so my through God. all of this i'm like really excited i'm like oh look at this a couple of gladiators have signed a card how's that happened and then i'm like where did i get this autograph from as a kid and then and then you find the Eastleigh festival back in 2003 i don't know why i was there a music gig and rolf harris has signed this program <laughs> wow. okay. i don't know what to do with it i don't know what to do with it oh so yes God. it made me laugh at, like about finding the programs but like what do I do with it? Do I burn it? I mean, what do I. <laughs> why would I ask for that autograph? It was fine back then, but now what do I do with it? You know, so like, so uh, that's kind of like cheered me up that I found all of these old autographs. And then that little tinge of, I don't know if I should like, be happy about and this one.
1: <laughs> we all thought R. Kelly would be the worst name we would mention in the podcast.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Like, so, so with that signed Eastleigh Festival leaflet, like, presumably someone's got, you know, not that that's not as valuable, but a more valuable item signed by Rolf Harris. Does that immediately make it priceless, as in, like, <laughs> worthless? <laughs> like, say you've got, like, yeah, I mean, I don't know. Who wants
1: it? Yeah. Who
2: wants it, Rich? Like, no one wants that. Yeah. But, and I think, and then I remember thinking about it, like, now it's about getting a selfie with someone or, or a picture to say, mm. to prove that you've met that person. Yeah. These are just... Like at squiggles with you know <laughs> like a permanent marker. Like no one but I remember all those memories flooding back of waiting until like six PM for the coach to leave of Wimbledon and like John <laughs> Hartson walking out and I like and I'm buzzing as a kid just like I've met John Hartson yeah. and then everyone's like prove it and you're like Well there that squiggle <laughs> on this piece of paper <laughs> yeah. But
1: there's that's something
2: brilliant. like nostalgic and and, and beautiful Did, about it. and but why would i want ralph ralph harris's <sighs> autograph like why have i gone over there and i because he's there's that fame and you want to yeah. but now you're like
0: Ugh, put it away yeah, yeah. yeah. so the southampton <laughs> game games, do you remember the score
2: yeah it was two all it was a two all match okay. and uh game it was a brilliant game like and and but then again i don't remember all of those little bits uh of like I remember being at the Dell, fifteen thousand. It was like a little mini fortress, mm. um, and I just remember that the buzz and just being wanting to be part of that again, and and f- like it p- provides you with your identity. You are like, I am a Southampton fan now. Yeah, like, yeah this yeah, is yeah. my first game, yeah. and it's something beautiful which you sort of remember. And so now, when I watch football, when we can't watch it at the stadiums, I know that that's coming back, and I am positive about that because it's it's not just that the ninety minutes of the match or what happens. It's the pre-match, what you're going to do afterwards. Uh, And all of that's coming back uh, as soon as possible, I hope. And, and, and and that's just, that fills you with all those memories of like meeting up with mates beforehand. And it's a sociable, it's something shared, not just sat in my room watching on my laptop. That's Mm. the worst way to watch sport.
1: Mate, I I totally echo that because Brentford, we we got a new stadium and I haven't been to a game yet. So I'm, Uh, I'm eager. I'm like, I want you know just to walk in and be like, oh, it's our new home. I need, like, I haven't sat in my, my 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 seat that I've, I paid for. haven't sat in it yet. So I'm, I'm just eager to just gonna be like, oh, and we're back to normal.
2: Oh wow, because you know what, that Brentford Stadium is is a. a- Going out on the motorway, heading to Heathrow uh, last year to I did this uh, overseas gig. Oh, guilty! And um, <laughs> but on the left-hand side, as you're heading out there, you go through London where mm. I live, and it's it looks immaculate. That stadium, it's like pristine. It's not mm. had the. It's not felt like, you know, Brentford's home yet and it will do. And that's so exciting to sort of get in there and then go, oh, the pies aren't that good. Well, this one's all right. (laughs) It's just like, where where do we, and and obviously you you lose the fact that before you had a pub on every corner of the stadium Mm -hmm. uh, and you don't have that now. So where is the boozer? Where is that pub? Where do you find people like you? Yeah. uh, yeah, yeah. Where do you all congregate? And that's exciting to get to know that. Adventuring again.
1: Definitely, man. Definitely. Um, I, have, I have one random question so you know when uh, everyone was singing the referee's a waiter right sure uh, Yeah. did you did you join in
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah I think I did and my dad realised that I was saying the wrong word <laughs> but didn't want to didn't want to correct me because I was having such a brilliant time the referee's a waiter yes he is let's tell him again referee's <laughs> a waiter
1: <laughs> oh quality man but it's like
2: but that, finding that programme really cheered me up because it's there, that that thing that I remember in the day I just kept reading uh, mm. throughout. And it's like such a cherished item to think oh, I've lost it, to then find it and to still have the tickets in. You're like... That has to be framed. What do I do with it? My girlfriend was like, "What are you going to do with it now? Get rid of it. It's clutter." And I'm like, no. "These are my dreams. Yeah. Don't take that away from me because I'll forget." And now that I have that thing, it reminds me of like a really cherished moment. I agree. And even though they're not playing well and 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 they annoy me a lot sometimes, Southampton, they also still bring me such like like happiness. I mm.
0: completely completely agree. Except maybe don't frame the Rolf Harris newsletter thing. <laughs> <laughs> Oh. Which is like you can keep uh, Lightning from
2: the Gladiators autograph, uh, but you can't. Oh. You can't keep the Ralph Harris one. You, can, you have to get rid of that one. And then, and then it's weird now that I look at this card. I've got Rhino. I don't know if any of you remember Rhino from the Gladiators, the black this guy with a huge, the blue eyes, huge dude. Yeah, yeah, that was uh, with Ulrika Johnson for a little while. Uh, uh, yeah, but he. That' um, why I remember that pointless fact. <laughs> but he came to my school. Uh, which is how I ended up with this autograph. Um and look at this again, it's rubbish for a podcast. Uh, but look at him.
1: Jeez. Look at a, a picture of a stacked rhino. Yeah, I remember Rhino. <laughs> Stay strong. <laughs> You're not as strong as you, bro. Not as strong as you. <laughs>
2: <laughs> well, but genuinely like what do i what do i do with this it's like a childhood thing like i i love the gladiator so what, what do i do with it no, do i keep it, do I, and, keep and, it, it and you're like, asking rich about like like, do you sell it on like we cherish these items and then do we just you know
1: get rid of them i know that's no nah, that's childhood memories man you gotta keep that oh, oh speaking of bluffs and the past i've uh, i've got a uh premier league 1994 sticker album Oh, 94. Oh, that's sick. (laughs) Yeah, I know. I started early.
2: That's the blue front cover with Ryan Giggs on, right? Mate, you You... know your sticker
1: albums. (laughs) (laughs) Mate,
2: don't... I will leave this podcast where I'm sat and I will go and get the the sticker album i would i would go and get that i was like uh, you're getting the vibe of an only child but i was (laughs) and uh, just (laughs) swapping with my mates that 94 sticker album was ah i think was swindon in it at that time swindon town
1: Swindon town in it not county what (laughs) 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 mental
0: mental but like it's not the season where there was like 22 teams as well 24
1: 24 yeah jesus yeah
0: we're getting a bit mm. heavily football now, aren't we? <laughs> sorry. Yeah. sorry. <laughs>
1: sorry. Uh, yeah. If any non-football fans who are listening, ah, sorry. Uh, we'll <laughs> go back to food next week. Um, okay, so uh, this has been a great episode for us because we're all football fans. <laughs> so football and gladiators. Uh, oh, by the way, Jet, how you doing? Um, <laughs> she was fit, mate. She she was a fit one, innit, Jet? Yeah. yeah. Diane, you die was she
2: Was she really good at hang time it was the hang yeah. time i reckon i reckon i would obliterate the travelator give me like rich <laughs> said with the gym give me like a, a month to prepare and then i would do the travelator that was that last bit they were all gassed by the time yeah. they got there and you'd be willing them on on saturday night tv come on yeah come on you just and to swing through that paper yeah. and and burst it open oh man, i could do I that last bit that. i could do that last bit
1: i would do hang time with jet and just purposely just to stay there and wait come and get me Come and get me good. <laughs> wrap, wrap your legs around me. Come on. Uh, <laughs> so, you can say something,
0: Rich. No, no, no. I was just waiting for you to finish your moments right there. <laughs> <So, up.
1: laughs> no, so I was just enjoy, enjoying the image of Jet. Anyway, this has been fun, man. Talk about football. I'm glad it is. Uh, Tom, thank you very much for coming on and sharing some good news. And you definitely put us in a good mood. Um, if people want to find you, man, where can they do so?
2: Uh, I will be trying to shift some memorabilia that's signed. <laughs> uh, you will find me on... Um, no, uh, the best place is is, is Instagram, uh, Tom Deacon Comedy. Uh, and that's where, yeah, I, it, it's just, I like it. I, I, I just like Instagram because you just post a picture. You just watch people's lives and, 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 and dip in and out. And so that's the best place to, to catch me.
1: Sweet. Cool, man. Uh, thanks again. Um, and uh, Rich? Uh, when, when you're not looking after your, your new dog uh, where can people find you?
0: Uh, I'm on Radio X Friday and Saturday nights as always 7 till 11 and Twitter and Instagram at underscore Wolfenden
1: Sweet um, as other people uh, I'm uh, at Nathan.katon on Insta Katen on Twitter uh, if you like the podcast uh, please um, Review it, um, share it, get more people listening on on Apple and Spotify and just spreading positive vibes around, you know what I mean? That's what we do. Um, Till next time, guys. Take care. See you later. Discover more shows on the Sound Rebel Network.
0: Like a girl and a gay in the gym.
1: Hi,
2: I'm Richie Swan, and this is Harriet Jeffries, also known as The Gym Bird, and we're two of Liverpool's leading
1: personal trainers.
0: This is our podcast, A Girl and a Gay in the Gym. It's a how-to guide of all things dieting and fitness. This isn't your normal, boring fitness stuff, though. We're going to tell you how it is. No bullshit. What's dieting?
2: Fuck me, I'm starving. Fuck me, I'm tired. Who the fuck are you looking at? Come over here, I want to eat you. That's what dieting is.
0: When I started my own little fat loss journey a couple of years ago, I've lost about four and a half stone now. I <gasps> mama was big <laughs>
2: i've got a group of girls on a friday night and rather than going out and having a drink they've signed up to this eight-week course where it stops them from getting on it well
0: i went where was it i was out the other week i went for a tie and i walked upstairs and they hit the whole way so i was after pt and they were on the fifth bottle of prosecco <laughs> still in the gym kit a girl and a gay in the gym from sound rebel listen now on your chosen podcast app